for 11 years in a row. Ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. Woo! Made it through that last hour. Not often we bring high school schoolmates of mine into the studio to do a live show. That's scary for me. Very scary. Let's just say I wasn't the best student on campus. But I redeemed myself. I ended up buying my high school degree. <laughs> I mean, I graduated. I did. I really did. I graduated. Oh, mercy. So we're here this morning and we're talking about flooring. And boy, this has to be one of the hottest topics in the remodeling home ownership industry right now because everyone is rethinking how they're using their space at home. And so we've brought in our newest Roth certified, Rosie on the House certified flooring partner from the Phoenix metro area, uh, Mr. Mitch Taylor, owner and founder of Bram Flooring. Uh, you brought in your production manager, Mr. Virgil Whitehead. We appreciate y'all coming in to talk in particular about what y'all are seeing go in right now and what you're seeing go out. But before we get into that, Mitch, tell us a little, tell us the Bram Flooring story. Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, I started uh, Bram Flooring 2011. I installed flooring for. Uh, 20 years and looked at Bram flooring as a way to retire and stay in the industry. Uh, so I, I started it. Um, Any uh, company that starts in 2011 and stays in business. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was some scary times. Wasn't yeah, those it? were some scary times. Um, uh, but just through, you know, hard work and, and dedication, um, I've brought this to where it's at today. That's awesome. Yeah. And your office where and showroomed? Uh, 107th Avenue in Union Hills. Okay, out in the Northwest Sun City, Valley. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And your service area, what area uh, do you like to work in? Yeah, we're valley-wide. We go, I mean, we've, we're, you know, we'll go to Prescott. We'll go to Tucson, you know, right-sized job. But um, we're pretty much all over the valley. We, we, we serve, you know, wherever we need to go. Fantastic. And you've brought in Virgil. Virgil, how long have you been production manager over there at Bram? Uh, I started with Mitch maybe about four years ago. Okay. And we, um, we kind of came together because we were both – uh, owned our own install companies. Now, to be fair, I only know what I know because of him. Okay. Uh, I, he brought me into the industry 20 years ago and we kind of worked together. I owned my own business for a little bit and then decided to team up with him. And, um, it's been a great adventure to see Bram flooring go from the day I started just till now. It, it's been a, you know, it hasn't even been that long and it's really advanced and we've gained a lot of um, new customers and clientele in different market areas. So it's been really nice. I've well, a lot. when we start a remodel and we get with interior designers, I mean, it seems like everyone starts, okay, let's get the floor selected. Then that's going to drive the counters, the cabinets, and the colors. Which we, is funny because it's usually the last thing you finish. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's the last thing that goes in, but it's the first thing you have to settle on. Uh, and boy, I've been in it long enough since the virtually since the mid '60s. I mean, we did two things: FHA red concrete and sautilla tile. Some, some, <laughs> some, some sheet vinyl yeah, occasionally yeah. with a rolled with a rolled uh, base, so you could hose the yeah, kitchen. Flash, out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But man, uh, it's it's changed a lot. Uh, what do y'all What do y'all see and go in right now? Um, everything that we're putting in is is irregular shaped, um, either tile, uh, wood plank tile, or um, uh, um, waterproof vinyl plank, uh, laminate. Still a little bit, but pretty much everything is vinyl plank and still carpet. We're still doing carpet, quite a bit of it, but um, uh, mostly it's vinyl plank and tile. Well, and my floor covering guys don't like it when I say this. Because uh, I know a good portion of your business is laying carpet. But when we're doing a remodel, of course, the first thing we got to do is go in and demo, right? We got to set up mm -hmm. the mask and protect and the dust barriers and the negative pressure vacuums to control the dust. We start pulling up carpet. That's when I pull my owner card out and I say, I've got to go do a bid. <laughs> I, I, I've never dry heaved as much as when I'm pulling people's old carpet out. Yeah. And now, is that the truth? Am I, am I yeah. telling a tale? Yeah. You, you know, you walk into a customer's home that has a pet and they're, they don't know that their dogs have accidents, but their dogs are liars. That's for, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Over the course of, you know, the 15 year or 20 year life of that carpet, you start pulling it back up and it's just, it's all you can take not to add to the mess. Yeah. yeah. I think that most people don't want to have carpet, but you know, the, the cost fractions are about half of any hard surface. So that's why it's still a very popular industry, you know, because you're, you're going to continue to see people trying to save costs and putting carpet in a bedroom is going to accomplish that, you know? Well, especially in the bedroom, you know, waking up, you don't want putting your bare feet on cold tile floor yeah. or something. Yeah. The carpet's an insulator too, you know, it's going to keep it more warmth. And, and one of the misconceptions on carpet is for allergies where actually carpet actually helps it with, with allergies, um, uh, trapping dust as long as you vacuum that up. I got to go over and see the shop last week and uh, they were telling me also there's new carpets that actually have a waterproof backing so that that brings it up a whole nother level finally i can get carpet in my shower <laughs> no 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 i will do it i'd be the first to install it just to see how it went <laughs> suddenly it's 1972 again <laughs> it does keep all proof yeah it would be yeah it keeps yeah. the dogs from being able to lie quite as much because it doesn't just seep on under you can catch it before it gets into the underlayment and have to worry about replacing pad and oh. fighting odor yeah, the oh. biggest problem you have with pet stains is that they get down into that padding and, oh, yeah. and you can't ever get rid of it. You can have as many carpet cleaners come in as you want and it's not going to go away. So that, that smell resonates. And with that waterproof carpet, the idea is on the backing they've put, it's basically a plastic barrier that they've put on the backing of the carpet. So now that pet stain is staying on top for that cleaner to come in and actually get it out, which does make a big difference. Oh, um, yeah. Comes at a cost, of course, but you know nothing worth it is ever cheap, you know. And when you're talking about carpet being you know, half as much as any kind of hard surface, is that uh, all all labor? Is that material as well? Because obviously that, it's really easy to roll out carpet. If you've got to sit there and level the floor and you're putting thin set on the back yeah. of every single tile, spacing it perfectly. I mean, you, you've got to 
extreme labor costs. I, th- I think that is the difference is, you know, you can go in and do a room, you know, a whole house of carpet in a day. So your labor costs, you know, anywhere from five to, you know, 700 bucks, whereas a hard surface, they're going to be there for a week. So, you, you know, that labor cost is what increases that. Um, you can always obviously raise that carpet cost by going with the most expensive carpet in town. But <laughs> most people aren't doing that. You know, if, if they're looking to save money, that's usually what we promote. Hey, l- let's talk about putting carpet in the bedrooms and then we'll see if we can bring your costs down. You know? And surface prep, you don't have nearly as much surface prep. If Correct. you're laying tile, you know, even a freshly poured concrete is going to have a, you know, a little bit here and there that you're going to have to, you know, either on the back of the tile thin set or float the surface. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's like painting. It's it's the tile job's only as good as the prep work and the surface that's going exactly. on. Exactly, I think that's been become a very big deal with the new tiles that are out now too. You got these wood plank tiles; they're they're forty inches long. Well, when you try to put that over the hump of a f- concrete floor, you're going to use a lot of thin set to get that flat. And you know, it, we want to make sure customers are happy. So the prep work, like you said, is huge in accomplishing that goal. You know, and it's not even just getting over that hump. But if you get that set. You've got the next 48 yep. plank that goes yep. past that that it's got to line yeah, we up do, with. We do a lot of grinding <laughs> these days on floors. I, there's, It's probably one out of every five jobs that we're going in and having to grind cracks down to keep things flat enough so that we can get a hard surface installed on it with success. So uh, that's you know that's just a part of the game, though. You know, If you're not going to prep it right, much like painting or anything else, if you don't put the time in before you start putting your finished product on, you're going to end up with a, a garbage finished product. Now, the benefit to tile is when you're done with it, it's done right, you know, you're you're looking at a 30-year floor, 50-year floor. (laughs) I would say easily. You're going to replace it because it's out of style before it goes bad, most of the time, I would say. Yeah, I mean, with with the the biggest problem with with tile, uh, besides installation uh, failures, would be, you know, Mother Nature. You've got expansion and contraction of slabs. Um, can't control that. You can control it to a point, but at some point, I mean, I've seen some of these these key cuts move out an inch, and when you're bonded on one side and the other, and it's moving, something's got to give, and it's going to be that floor. So, um, it, it, to get that many years out of a, of a floor, probably not going to happen. But uh, you know, typically, someone's going to come in, buy that house, pull it, and redo it. So it's just continual flow of flooring. And Rosie mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, everybody being home, you know, every industry article and, and printer and paper that we're reading just talks about how much is going on in construction. And we've surpassed the amount of volume we were doing in 2006. And on top of that, June was the highest um, year for new home sales, up 13% over last year. And that's the first thing statistically people do when they move into a new home they replace the floor and they change the paint <laughs> correct yeah 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 so um yeah we've we've done really well uh throughout the the whole covid um we do a lot of retirement centers so that kind of took a hit for us but um I have people sitting at home wanting to get things done don't have to take time off of work to get it done so they've been calling us we've been we've been busy we haven't had to slow down well, and I think a lot of it too. People working from home, it's easier to have people come in sure, and do work yeah. when you're there instead of trying to schedule with work. Well, I got to be home this day because it's always gonna be there this time. Blah 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 blah. Well, if you're working from home all day, mm-hmm. that's a whole lot easier to stop, open the door. Hey guys, you need anything? You know, make yourselves at home. Call me if you need have any questions. And 
get it done and move on to the next one. Yeah, it's it's been good. It's been good for business. Here talking floor covering with our newest Rosie certified floor covering partner, Bram Flooring. If you'd like to talk flooring or have questions about the flooring in your home now or the trends of what we see coming up currently, give us a ring at one 767 4348 When the auto attendant picks up, just push one and that'll put you straight into Sweet Jennifer. She'll get your name, where you're calling from. We'll get you on air, answer your question as quick as we can. Here at Rosie on the House with Bram Flooring. I'm walking the floor over you. I'm walking the floor over you. I can sleep a wink, that is true. <laughs> a flooring song. I'm hoping and I'm praying as my heart What did you expect? <laughs> Gary can find I didn't. <laughs> Gary, Gary can find them all. Gary can find them all. Here with Bram Flooring, uh, founder uh, and president, Mitch Taylor. Uh, Mitch, as we continue this conversation on floor covering over the next uh, rest of this hour, if people wanted to have someone from your firm out to their home to measure and talk options, what phone number would you have them call? Yeah, uh, 623 974 nine seven 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 and they can also go to our website and uh, schedule an appointment that'll come to our, our email as well bramflooring.com okay we've got jeff and buckeye and joanne and scottsdale that want to talk to you but before we take their calls let's talk just a little bit you guys have been in the floor covering industry long enough let's talk about some of the trends we've seen come and go yeah um i think the biggest trend that's gone is wall-to-wall carpet um growing up uh, here in the valley, I remember walking into our home and it was you walked right on carpet, and that's just not the case anymore. It, one spot in your carpet that gets worn out makes the rest of your house look worn out. You uh, start moving furniture to hide spots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you don't really realize how bad it is until you move that furniture a couple of times. So, wall to wall carpet, sheet vinyl, gone. Um, still doing some sheet vinyl. Uh, most of the carpet that we do is going to be designated to bedrooms, uh, maybe a living room, but not a hallway typically anymore, unless it's an upstairs or a staircase. Um, so those are the things that we kind of see going out, uh, coming in. Uh, it's just it's traditional tile. Uh, how about how about travertine? Are we travertine to death? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, it's, it's not common anymore. That's for sure. I think uh, uh, the noche you said was. was Pretty much dried yeah, up. Yeah, a lot uh, of the a lot of the traditional travertine, the noche colors and yeah. things like that. The the mountains are actually drying up, so you can't even <laughs> get it anymore. Which is kind of good timing for the market because you know when I started, it seemed like that's what everybody wanted. Oh, and okay. now it seems like that's the only thing people don't want. You know, oh yeah, we we don't want to take care of it. You know, because there's a lot of maintenance with travertine that I don't think a lot of people realized whenever they jumped into it. You know, ten years ago, and so much of that depended on the installer. Yes, and what he left you with. You know, that made a big difference. And boy, there was a big difference on on maintenance depending on how good your installer was. And I think travertine seemed to me got replaced by porcelain wood plank top. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, it came in like a barnstormer. That everybody wanted this ceramic wood grain porcelain. Yeah, they've been around a long time. We were installing those in the 90s. Um, I don't think they really got popular until the um, do-it-yourself home shows and then your your model home started putting them in because a lot of people get their ideas from from those avenues. So 
Uh, we would get, I know a couple of years ago, we'd have people come in and ask us if we had the, those wood plank, the new wood plank stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we've got that. And there's a lot of it out there. Yeah, a lot of it out there. Well, let's see if we can take Jeff and Buckeye, get his question, and see how well we can help him out. Good morning, Jeff. Let me introduce you to Bram Flooring. Hello. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, um, we bought a house in Buckeye about two years ago, and the you know entry in the kitchen were is all tile and. Uh, but there's a spot in the living room that is tile. And one of the problems is, is the tile is obviously uh, no longer available. And we've seen so many ugly installs of tile bumping up against existing tile. And I wondered if there's any opportunities to find a solution, you know, aside from tearing out all the existing tile. Uh, yeah. So, uh, putting a, a an existing tile, a new tile with an existing tile, sometimes, most of the times, doesn't look good because you're you're not going to be able to match grout lines. You're not going to be able to match texture, colors. So as we were speaking about wood plank tiles, wood goes with everything. It goes with carpet. It goes with tile. So if you have a wood look tile that you wanted to put in there, um, that would definitely match up and uh, designate a room to be separate. Uh, you can use borders to separate, but typically we can take a, a piece of the plank and run it a different direction to give it a border look. Uh, but that, that seems to always be the one thing. Another thing you can do is also take tile. Uh, if you wanted to get a tile that kind of matched, you could take it and maybe put it on a diagonal to break it up so you don't have that contrast in grout lines. All right. Well, I appreciate your help with that. And I do uh, believe probably the wood plank would be the answer. No. Jeff, let me recommend. Collar and let Jeff, let me recommend something. If you can take photos of the flooring and the area in your home, uh, Mitch, where would you have him email that to? Uh, you could uh, email that to sales at Bram Flooring. We'll pick it up from there. Sales at Bram B R A M Flooring. Yep. Okay, mm -hmm. and Jeff in the in the subject line, just put uh, Rosie on the House Radio Show, and then of all the emails you get, it'll kind of stand out. You'll be able to grab a look at it. And exactly. Jeff, include your contact information, and uh, Mitch or Virgil will get in touch with you and just talk you through it, what the options are. It's sometimes in that kind of an answer, seeing it gives you a little bit more opportunity to answer it correctly. When we get back, we're going to talk with Joanne from Scottsdale, and I want to talk some more about this luxury vinyl tile, in particular the vinyl tile plank. We're seeing a lot of requests for that. Right here at Rosie on the House. And that's what we're talking this morning here at Rosie on the House. Flooring at your house, home, castle, or cabin. With our newest certified flooring installer, Bram Flooring, B-R-A-M, Bram Flooring, uh, for the Phoenix metro area. We're here with founder and president, Mitch Taylor, his production manager, Virgil Whitehead, and your daughter, Mitch. Miss Riley. Riley, thanks for coming in and joining us. We appreciate you being here. Uh, just, so, Riley, just say hi so the audience can just say hi. I got your mic on. Hi. There, there it is. There <laughs> it is. All right. Talking Ooh. flooring. And uh, we were talking a little bit about, 
you know, as when I broke into the trades back in the '60s, it was it was in carpentry, nail bags, and just sick, pounding sixteen penny sinkers. And then I kind of migrated into the lathing industry and the concrete finishing industry. And then I was actually in trim carpentry for a while. And it, at tr that was the first time I got to be around floor covering guys. Usually I was on the job much earlier than that. And when I saw all that getting up and down and crawling on your hands and knees, <laughs> I knew right away that wasn't that was never going to be something that interested me because there was nothing I hated more than installing baseboard. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, God that, bless your knees that, and your backs. That getting up and down. What knees? Flooring <laughs> 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 guy's they, career is definitely limited. They they don't make knee pads big enough for me to get down and run a piece of baseboard anymore, <laughs> ever. Yeah. No. So we're here talking flooring. If you've got questions, give us a ring. I want to talk a little about some of the trends we're seeing come and go. But we're a call-in talk show. You can join the conversation by dialing one triple eight. 767-4348, like Joanne in Scottsdale. Let's bring her into the conversation. Good morning, Miss Joanne. Good morning, and thanks so much for taking my call. You bet. So I have I have Satio, which I love and I'm not changing, but I also took carpeting out and stained concrete in bedrooms, hall, and living room. And I, although I really like it, it's too dark, and that's too very difficult to change. So my... My question is, I, I'm interested in the vinyl wood look, wood planks. Is that something that you can do in individual rooms and then have it match and do it step by step as opposed to taking all the furniture out and leaving to go to a hotel and, and then getting it all done at the same time? Joanne, that's a great question. Let me introduce you to Virgil Whitehead, the production manager, the guy in charge of getting it all put in at Bram Flooring. Hey, how you doing? I think um, probably the biggest thing that you have to realize with Satil is going to be your height differences. So take that into account because yeah. that new vinyl plank flooring that you're talking about is quite a bit thinner than a Satil finish would be. Um, but otherwise, doing the rooms at separate times really wouldn't be an issue. The only thing I would recommend is, you know, trying to do as many as possible at once because when you start doing single rooms you actually enhance your labor costs because the guys are making multiple trips and, mm. and we don't want to charge you more than we have to but these you know these guys got to get taken care of for coming out and then they come out a week later and then they come out a week later um, but it's not really a problem to do it separately and we actually to be honest do that for a lot of clients we do a lot of stuff in sun city area where you know they have a fully furnished house and they have to live there so it's impossible for them to move out. Um, so we're, we're pretty used to, you know, working around the client and trying to be accommodating in your home, you know. Now, now Joanne, do you have, how old is your sautilla? Is it the old six by six or is it the larger sautilla? Oh, it's larger and it's, it's probably 25 years old and it needs okay. to be refinished. And I've already made arrangements for that. And I love it, and it's not leaving. And how so, do how do we? I have, to, I have to move everything for that. Yeah, yeah, right, I move right. Everything for everything else. I can sympathize with you. So, guys, what is that little transition strip we're going to put in between that, you know, three eighths inch tall, half inch tall, sautia and the eighth inch vinyl? How are we going to transition from keeping that becoming a, a toast dumper? Well, it already sounds like it is if she doesn't have a, a floor yeah, covering yeah, down there true. now. It's so it's going to raise a little bit now. With the vinyl planks, they are starting to come out. Cortec and Shaw both have some half-inch 
uh, vinyl play Xana 5.8 that's coming out. So oh. it's going to transition a little bit uh, uh, higher uh, for sautille and travertine. Okay. Um, typically we use what's called a T molding, but with that height difference, um, sometimes that T molding is just not going to work. So it's kind of like, uh, you, you have to be out there on site and figure out like what's going to work best for that, whether it's a baby threshold, a, a T molding, a reducer, uh, it's got to have something though. We just kind of determine that on site. Well, this week's article in our e-newsletter out to homeowners talks specifically about the luxury vinyl plank flooring because that seems to be the thing we're seeing in our remodeling company that people are going to more often than any other single product. Let's talk a little bit about that. One of the first questions I get when I'm out visiting with a homeowner that wants to do a remodel is they want to think that maybe they can install the flooring themselves. And then I start talking to them. I, yeah, well, you know, there's a. What are you going to do at the? What are you going to do at the uh, uh, door casing? What are you going to do at the door jam? You guys have a very special way, a very special piece of equipment that does that and does that right. Let's talk about installing the luxury vinyl plank. Yeah, well, the the uh, vinyl planks installed just like a laminate floor. It's all click uh, float. Um, it has to go either underneath a baseboard or, uh, be trimmed with quarter round. I don't like to, to use the quarter round. I think it kind of dumbs down the look of a, the finish. Uh, but you could certainly do that. Um, we also have an, a saw that we use to undercut jams so that it goes under and you don't see a cut or a, or a caulking that just looks unprofessional in my opinion. And it is, um, <laughs> in my opinion, too. <laughs> you, 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 the, the do it yourself jobs are uptight against an existing baseboard that you can tell the baseboards had 27 coats of paint on it and dog hair and the old carpet hair stuck on it. And they didn't sand it. And then there's this honking finger wide caulk joint between the vinyl and the baseboard. You just think, Oh man, there's a special saw that undercuts all that. Yeah. Correct. And then you slide it right under. It looks like it's been there from day one. Yeah. It looks like it's finished the way it's supposed to be. And this vinyl planking, we're not adhering it to the floor. No, it, it installs just like a traditional laminate flooring. It's all tongue and groove lock. It floats, so it's not a, adhered to anything but each other and, and with the locking system. And does it go, uh, what I've seen, I think I've seen the vinyl plank go direct to the slab, but I've also seen them lay on a, lay on a, a pad. It, yeah, well, the vinyl planks, they're all coming now with, with – um, with a pad attached, whether it's a cork back, Cortec has a cork back, which is a hundred percent cork. A lot of these lower end products that you'll see um, will have a cork back, but it's got a lot of filler in it. So you're like maybe 20% cork, the rest of it's filler and that filler breaks down from moisture in that slab, which is going to cause your, your cork or what is typically or technically a little bit of cork is going to fail on you. And that pad, does it mastic down or is it no, free float? Nope, it free floats. All that pad is is really there for is for, it's a little bit of cushion, but it's got to do more with sound. It's uh, with the vinyl planks being waterproof, you're not going to have that issue with moisture from your slab because in Arizona, that is a big problem. Most people don't understand what, what uh, how, how much moisture can destroy a floor. And these are vinyl plank, vinyl through and through. It's not a vinyl... Uh, veneer over uh, engineered wood product. Yeah, yeah. some of them are, are vinyl. Most of them are vinyl. They do have some stone-based products that are actually have like limestone oh. in the core for strengthening. 
Um, but most of it's going to be a, a, a pure vinyl, yeah. Right? So they, they really are waterproof. Yeah, you can mop them. You don't have to worry about issues from, from moisture from your slab coming up and, and destroying it like you would a wood floor or even a, a, a laminate. That's why with a, a laminate floor you put an underlayment down is to trap that moisture and push it out to the wall where this isn't going to affect it. When those final planks first came out, they didn't have a pad attached, and you could sell them without that pad and lay them right on the floor. The problem that we found out right away when this stuff started becoming popular is when you would walk on that, if there was any debris on the floor, I mean, we're talking like a granule of sand, and you walked on it, you would hear that scratch oh, underneath. Wow. So we quit doing that right away and started selling them. The pad is like kind of mandatory, not because it's going to protect from moisture, but because it's going to protect sound. And there's lots of price variation, uh, well, really, in all flooring. Um, you, you see these tile clearance warehouses, they're selling tile for 69 cents a foot. And then somebody takes it home and tries it, does it, do, do it themselves. And none of the corners are justified. None of the edges are true. And you're, you're really dealing with a mess of a jigsaw puzzle, putting it together. What are the, what are the grade differences of the vinyl plank? Um, so you're, you know, you get entry level, just like in anything. Um, for us, uh, we're, we're a Shaw line dealers. We're part of the SFN uh, network with them. Um, they have entry level stuff that's great stuff. If you're looking at some of like some of the things that like box store type products um, that are you know a dollar a foot or a buck twenty five a foot, um, in my opinion, I'd stay clear of that and save your money up till you can afford something that's going to last. Um, if it's a if it's a budget type thing, um, uh, entry levels usually going to start about two fifty a foot for the material, uh, all the way up to five dollars a foot, just depending on what you want. Uh, for a floor, you know, whether it's a sizing length, a realistic look, um, uh, mill, mill levels, uh, wear layers, um, just depends on what you're looking for, what you can afford. And there's a big variation in the look. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> talk about the, like, if you wanted a wood look vinyl, just talk a little bit about the differences of what's available out there. Okay. So uh, like with an entry level, most of those are going to be sized at a, uh, like a six by 48 or five by 48. Uh, the, the, the newer stuff. And just like in this industry, it's ever evolving. You know, the tiles when they were 12 by 12, that was a big tile at one time. Yeah, right, 13, right. Eight, I remember when twenties came out, I was like, these things are so heavy. <laughs> uh, they're gone. 20 by 20 tiles are just not there anymore. Um, and it's the same thing with the vinyl planks, you know, when they came out, they were, they were five by 48, six by 48. We've got stuff that's like seven foot long by nine inches wide. And it's got the graining that matches the embossing and it, you can feel it, you can touch it, you can see it and everything looks and feels like real wood. Um, and so the more, the more realistic that you're wanting to get, the more it's going to cost. It's, you're paying for that. Um, so the, the, the newer, the newer, um, vinyl planks are just bigger, wider, more realistic, more shade variation to make it look like wood. And they also have, um, with the vinyl planks, we've talked a lot about it, about it being wood. We have stuff from, um, Shaw on the Cortex side and on the Florte side that looks like tile. We've got tiles that are made of the same, same material that are 18 by 24, 18 by 36. So you, that's you can get that tile next, look. That's the next up and coming. Yeah, Is it? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the waterproof laminates that look like wood have taken off so well that you're going to start to see 
the tile lookalike laminates are going to be the next thing that hits. We're starting to see some of the samples coming into the store now. We've had probably about seven or eight customers that have done them, and they look amazing. I mean, they really look good. So now you're talking about completely replacing the tile industry with a with a product that is holding up just as good and looks just as good. Uh, and nobody likes grout. So Ugh. I think that we could all agree that everybody hates grout. Yeah. And this is now the industry's option for the people that want to get away from that, but still have a marble look or a tile look or a porcelain look. Um, I mean, it's the, the industry has taken this product and adapted it to whatever they can to to sell it and it's working. I mean, it is the hottest, newest thing. We're seeing it everywhere. Talking flooring this hour at Rosie on the House with our newest flooring certified Rosie on the House partner, Bram Flooring. Mr. Mitch, the owner, Virgil, the project manager, and Riley, the mascot, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad she came in this morning. Before we leave vinyl tarring, and we do, we do have a caller that has one question, but before we leave the vinyl plank, uh, the maintenance, is it really as low a maintenance as, as we, want it, we, we want to believe it is? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean you, can, you can use a, a vacuum on it, you can mop it. Um, you got to be careful with it. It's just like any other type of surface, uh, whether it's paint or whatever, you can scratch it. Uh, so moving furniture, those types of things, you have to you have to take uh, take care of that kind of stuff. And when you say scratching, my mind goes straight to like indoor cats and dogs. Is this an easy surface for them to walk on? Or are they going to be sliding like Bambi? Yeah, they'll be sliding around. They get moving. They'll, 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 they hit a corner. They'll be on the ground. But you know, just like tile. And will their nails scratch that surface, or is it tough enough to withstand? It's going to be tough enough to you know the the higher end products. Uh, you know, if you're looking at the, that dollar twenty five stuff, no. But if you're looking at the, the, the quality stuff, yeah, it's going to withstand that. You know, it's going to it's going to take uh, a gap, you know, something to gouge to scratch. But you just have to take care of it. Make for some great videos, though. That's right. That's <laughs> right. All right. Terry could not hold, uh, but they called and has a thin crack in tile. What's the solution? That might be kind of hard to answer without more information. But Virgil, you want to take that? Uh, yeah. The Probably the first question that I would ask to anybody that you know, I was commenting on that. It's going to be, do you have any extra tile? Because if you do, we can fix it. No problem. <laughs> if you don't have any extra tile and it's a real thin crack, it's not lifted at all to where it could cut your foot. Um, sometimes you can fill it with some grout caulking. I've had success with um, Porsifix, which is a toilet repair product. Interesting. Yeah. It, and, you know, you can kind of color tone that and try to get it to match the tile. Truly nothing is going to be a, a, a real fix until you replace that tile. And unfortunately, in a lot of cases, nobody has any extras. So ultimately, we end up doing some other option. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about Bram flooring and the, uh, the uh, idea of someone wanting y'all to assess their situation and get some estimates what's the bram flooring process uh you know when we get introduced to a customer most of the time we have a very standoffish feel you know a lot of people think that their flooring guy is like a sales car salesman um we really work hard to get away from that idea we are very education based um we don't really look at things like you need to spend a million dollars to to work with us we're going to try to educate you about the product so that you can 
you know, if you want the cheaper product because you're going to rent it out, then great. Let's find the product that fits your situation um, and and move forward. Uh, you know, most times we're going to start off with an estimate. Uh, we do that for free, valley-wide, so you can call us and get a free estimate on your flooring. We like to start there because that gives us the ability to really give you some lock-in pricing. Um, you know, when you have people coming into the store, that's fine, but they always, you know, kind of looking for a rough number, and I don't think I've ever given a rough number that's been accurate, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but you yeah, want, you want your own tape measure on the job. Yeah. Well, there's just a lot of different scenarios out there, and you don't know how to help that customer until you've been in their environment and seen what their situation is. You know, if I walk into a house and I got five kids and two Great Danes, I'm not going to probably talk them into the vinyl flooring. I'm going to talk them into tile. But that's a, a per customer situation that you really need to evaluate. And then, you know. when you, and then when you're putting the estimate together, every single product, vinyl plank, ceramic tile, depending on the size of the tile, the carpet, they all have a separate factor for waste. Correct. Yeah. And, then, and then if that wall has a radius yep. or if it's off angle. Yeah, right. we're going to we're going to use, you know, obviously, you know, let's say they want to do their whole house and it's a couple thousand square feet. Well, you're getting price breaks on that square footage because you're doing so much. But then the customer that comes in and wants a hallway and a bathroom done, well, now we got to, you know, be closer to retail on the pricing of that. But more importantly, you're going to see some increased costs per square foot because of the waste factor. You know, in, in those small areas, it's going to chew up a good amount of material. So as a customer, you have to expect that you're going to pay a little bit more for smaller amounts of work. And, um, and the website? Uh, the website is bramflooring.com. Our phone number is 623-974-9777. And Mary Lou from Tucson's calling and she's saying, hey, this vinyl plank conversation, is it okay if I leave it? When I leave for the summer, I'm guessing she's turning her air conditioning off is why she's asking. That that might be the question, but so uh, a snowbird, Tucson home, vinyl plank. Can she go away for the summer and not worry about it? Yeah, I mean everything is w would be considered to be climate controlled. Some products work better than others in the heat. Uh, with the vinyl planks, you have a WPC, which is going to be a vinyl based product, and then you have an SPC, which is going to be a stone based. Those stone base are going to work better for that because of the expansion and contraction and lack of. Uh, so to some of those uh, SPCs will get up, you can get them up to 140 degrees before they'll start failing. Your house isn't going to get to 140, but you got a big window right here uh, in this studio that if the sun's hitting it at three o'clock, that's that's magnifying on the floor and you can get up there. Well, so like I would, if I was going to do it, I would do an SPC and I'd, I'd, I'd feel okay with it. Just like Virgil said. Bram Flooring is education-based. There's your education there you on go. vinyl flooring. Again, the phone number for Bram? 623-974-9777. Uh, Y'all stay tuned. We have the director from the Register of Contractors joining us next hour, as well as you, the Arizona homeowner, here at Rosie on the House.